0: Hello and welcome to Public Words Project. This is Anne Marie Williams and I have to tell you, I'm so excited to be sitting in front of this gal that I've been trying to meet with for a while. And this, tell us your name. I'm Jenny vasquez Newsom, And I bet that sounds great because it looks great on the ground. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to meet with me today um, and to share your knowledge and your mojo and all your wonderfulness with our community. So thank you so much thank for Thank you for having me. Oh, Mike, my, my pleasure. So we're just going to jump into these questions because I know you're probably on your lunch break. Um, She works at Coro. So we're over here at 1000 Alameda, which is a great building. But I'm going to respect your time. So we're going to jump into it. Sounds great. So we got your name. Where are you from?
1: I am um, so I was born in um, actually in Hollywood on Sunset Boulevard at the Kaiser there and oh, okay. in my early part of my years um, in Altadena um, so near Pasadena area um, and then moved to San Diego County a small town called Vista California okay. um, in kind of the north part of San Diego County um, and that's where I primarily grew up so kind of first grade to high school so
0: from Hollywood to San Diego yeah. What was like when, so there's, well, there's not much of a culture shock, actually, is there? from
1: Not, I mean, I was so young uh, yeah. that I didn't even realize the change, you know. Um, so uh, it wasn't too much of a shock, but it was very much a small town yeah. um, that has now boomed into, you know, a, a big um Uh, bustling area, but um, Mm -hmm. it's very different from LA, I would say, but I enjoyed it. Good, good. So you are a gorgeous gal, natural hair, brilliant looking. What is your ethnic makeup? I, so I am biracial, um, my mom um, immigrated from Cuba, so my family is Cuban, oh, okay. mm-hmm. and then um, my dad's side of the family is Egyptian, um, which I, yeah, actually, so I grew up with the, my Cuban side of the family, mm-hmm. uh, so that's the, the only side I know, but mm-hmm. I recently took one of those, uh, like, genetic uh, tests, and I'm actually a little bit more Nigerian than expected, so I'm a more uh, Nigerian, so African background, so um so yeah a nice little interesting mix <laughs> do you speak spanish Un poco. okay well that's more than i <laughs>
0: but um but cuban spanish man you guys speak so bad. Da, 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 da. Oh, yes. i'm just like because growing up in south get we, it we spoke spanish and like i always had to listen very slowly yeah and then i'd be around my cuban friends i'm like whoa and then yes. i was like are you fighting or are you having yes. a good time <laughs> right <So. laughs> a lot of hand gestures which i did inherit for sure <laughs> i love it so we know where you're from you know, all these questions that we're asking are just to break things down and to find the commonalities. Um,
1: so what is your favorite food? I am a big seafood uh, person. Uh, so any shellfish, lobster, shrimp, everything. Um, I could go to town on some seafood. So that's my <laughs> that's my favorite. Where's your favorite place to go get seafood? Do you have one? I. Not especially. Um, I always like those places where they give you the bucket of like highly seasoned, you know, crab or whatever, and you just go crazy, make it a mess. Um, so have you ever important. gone down to Porto
0: I have, but I've never eaten there. Oh yeah, it's is that, it, yeah, okay. yeah that's okay. Well, when I was a little girl, it was it was something different. Now it's something different. Oh really? Um, yeah. It's a little. It's a little more. It's a little shady down there now. Oh is it? But if you go in the, earlier, it's like you're gonna feast. Oh, oh you're nice. gonna feast. Okay, yeah. good to know. Um, um, let's see so your favorite food is seafood Dr. Parker's is mac and cheese mine is ramen Uh, I like these um, Dr., um, Dr. Wilson his is deep dish pizza Oh, yeah. I'm kind of with that, too. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he found a place in Echo Park. Yeah. Okay. I know it. Okay. Yep. I ordered from there. Yep. (laughs) We're supposed to be having a meeting pretty soon, and I'm going to be like, okay, let's have our meeting (laughs) there. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Uh, So, you know, public words are so important, um, and how we use words have such an impact. So I'm really curious to find out, what is your favorite word?
1: That's a... So the word that... Just keeps coming up for me. Um, that question is yes, uh, which really? is my favorite word. But but a particular interpretation of yes. I mean, I not necessarily yes. Take on everything. Yes. Do too much. yeah, Not like not that. But yes to being open to what the universe gives you. Like just that. I like the the concept of yes of just being. Um, ready and willing for whatever comes your way, whether good, bad, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, just that openness. Uh, that's great. That comes with it. It's a very simple word and can, you know, I think mean a lot of different things, but um, that's is one that keeps coming to mind. And it's just
0: one word. Look how we just, ch- you know, <sighs> we talked about it. I mean, that's the power of words. It's like, there's one simple word and like there's so much, the word so yes good. is so interpretive. Right. You know, it's like you right now, that's beautiful. Right. It's beautiful and it's actually very brave. Yeah. And you know that. that, right?
1: I appreciate that. No, I've never yeah. given yeah, been I, given that feedback. That's great. It's yeah.
0: brave. It's brave. To say yes to things is brave. Yeah. Um, and to be open to life and situations is is a form of bravery in my yeah. mind. Because so many of us will say no or we'll be like, you know. Right. But to say yes and be, and as I hear you and listen to you, it sounds like you're open and listening and ready. And that's being brave. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. I think... Um, yeah, that's so
1: true. That's so true. Mm, I thought about that.
0: That's yeah. why I love asking that
1: question. Yeah, that's a great question.
0: So um, to some of our listeners, I've added a couple more questions to our PWP questions. So this is a, an important question to me. Red wine or white wine?
1: <laughs> I am going to go with red. Yes, I knew I loved you. I knew you were <laughs> awesome. I knew we were going to be buddies. Okay. And this is winter months too, like when it's raining, a, red, a glass of red wine is great. What Which grape? Oh, man. That, you know... I'm flexible.
0: Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm a petite Syrah girl. Oh. Okay. I, I, I got into that grape. Yeah. But I also like Malbec,
1: so. Malbec's good. I like Chianti. I, um, yeah. There's, but all of them are so good. You know, it's just kind mm-hmm. of warm. It feels warm. Okay, <laughs> you're
0: so close to San Antonio Winery. I know. I never, I've never, i never been. Okay. So you have to go over there and you have to take the free one hour tour. Oh. Happens every hour. And they give you the history of San Antonio Winery.
1: Oh. And then
0: how they stayed alive and yeah. prosperous during the Depression Wow! and Prohibition. Oh, wow. That's so, awesome. That's and it's bad. tied into the Catholic Church, but I'm not going to say anything else. Okay. You have to go on the tour. <laughs> okay.
1: <That's> sounds <laughs> great.
0: Um, so you have a great sense of humor, I could already tell. What makes you laugh? <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I, I laugh a lot. That's something that <laughs> folks have told me all through my life. That's this a is fantastic young, quality. Which is great. Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, but I, you know, I laugh at, like, I really laugh at, like sarcastic humor, or just mm-hmm. kind of, you know, uh, well timed uh, comedy where you, it's sometimes a person or a show or something that's least expected to be uh-huh. funny. Um, you know, when you just that unexpected comedy, it really makes me laugh quite a bit. Um, so, do you have a favorite stand up comic? That's a good question. There's so many that are good. I've really appreciated um, uh, comics of color, Mm -hmm. particularly recently, so I uh, get into some of the other questions, but I, uh, in New York, worked at a a college access organization um, and one of my former students actually is just now getting into her comedy career and so it's kind of shifted a whole career and mm-hmm. I recently saw her show out here as she came all the way out to LA nice. to do a show yeah and it's just um you know it's just authentic different stories mm-hmm. and but still with the comedic lens um yeah. I really appreciate that uh, and so it's just kind of the comedians of color out there right it just do you have a favorite tv show comedy show i am so an example of kind of that like you know, sarcastic humor uh so the office is one of those that i can watch a few times over and still laugh just the same i have not gotten into that i'm gonna have to like binge watch it i'm gonna have to get into it because it just yeah it's just that some of the absurdities and like just kind of the connection to like actual work right, Life, yeah, right? like you office just have to laugh at some time, so, um so that's a good one my new favorite my old and also
0: new favorite show is one day at a time because you know, back in the '70s, they had the yeah. the, the, the that version of it yeah. with Schneider and like Norman Lear produced and took care of it. Um, now they have a new version and they're Cubans who live oh. in Echo Park and it is really funny and very serious at the same time. Oh yeah, so um, check oh, it out. I'll it's on Netflix. Out. Yeah, oh, okay. My my okay. friend Josh is the um, I'm dropping your name, Josh. Um, <laughs> is he does the uh, talent? Oh, cool. He, I don't know what they call him. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you call those people? No, I don't know. But um, yeah. So uh. I always write them. Thank you so much for One Day at a Time. And oh, they deal with p- uh, mental health issues, oh, wow. gay issues, uh, PTSD. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's it's amazing. And Rita Moreno's in it. Oh, so. and they and
1: they utilize comedy.
0: Like, is it it's a comedy? Co- like, it's a comedy. Oh wow. Yeah. So it's like oh, it's really great. well written. Yeah, so. yeah, that's great. And I have no connection to them. I just like the show. It's just <laughs> nice to watch TV and laugh. It's something that you can relate to. Totally. Because for so many years in my life, I've watched things that that's great. Right. I don't look like any of them. Right.
1: Right. 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 Um, yeah.
0: Although I love, I love Lucy and I would have been great to look like her too, but you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. We move on. (laughs) There was Desi, so we'll go with Desi. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, what's your most memorable, memorable childhood memory?
1: Oh man. Good question. Um, I just, Remember, I'm gonna date myself a little bit, but you know, so I. I'm good. Right, (laughs) like growing up in the 80s um, and just being here, like you know, in um, Altadena uh, area, just going to I don't know what summer camp it was, maybe through the YMCA or -hmm. something, but just this like uh, lots of sunshine and lots of you know, just being out with. Friends running around, and it's just because it's totally, it just feels like a different era. Mm-hmm. Um, where I just think of, yeah, it just I don't know. There's like, a, I think back on the memories, just like a warmth of you know, just joy and and laughter, and um, you know, just being carefree, which I, you know, I that still exists, but you have to work for it and put your phone down and you kind of step away. Um, and so, um, yeah, this is this. Good memories. It's kind of just like a general... General sunny summer camp kind of carefree memory? Totally. Yeah, with a
0: lot of kids running around. A lot of kids running around. Yeah. That's good. I mean, it's... it's, Yeah, I can relate to that. But uh, now it's so different. It is. I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure you grew up similar to how I grew up. uh, Like, my grandmother and my parents would be like, okay, go outside. Yeah. You know, that's enough. Totally. Go outside. Right. And uh, I don't know if I
1: see that anymore. Right. Um, Yeah. Exactly, you can explore the neighborhood, right? And you just do little adventures um, around, right. and and I don't know the creativity that that required, and you just kind of you know just exploration. You know, I love that you say creativity with that because one of my
0: favorite things is like we, all, my family, we always went on trips. We went road trips, yeah. camping, whatnot, and I was always in the back seat, and there was no phone, and there was no TV monitor. Mm-hmm. So it was. I'm pointing to my noggin right now. Mm-hmm. My entertainment was in here, right, um, and. Uh, I had some great times sitting in the back seat, listening to my parents talk and laugh and joke, and then just like having very serious daydreams and right. so or I, just
1: observing the surroundings going by and just kind of looking out the window. Hello, yeah.
0: yeah. I, I love when people drive me as an adult because then I get to look around. Right. I go. I live in West Hollywood. I live on the West Side. Yeah. And my friends will drive. i like, oh, I didn't know that star was there. I didn't know that was there. It was. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah. So that's good. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. So. One of the things that we always ask and we want to share is like, what was what was your education process? Because we mm. want people to listen and not, to,
1: to not be afraid of education mm-hmm. and the process of it. So yeah. please share. Yeah. Um, so my mom is ed- an educator. So she um, retired teacher, always um, elementary school mm-hmm. um, and bilingual teacher. So nice. Um, yeah. Um, and so part of the reason. So we moved to San Diego County um, when I was getting ready for first grade mm-hmm. because she liked the, the school district. Wow, that's good. There. So she knew, you know, so I, I had the privilege of, you know, having a mom that just kind of knew the system and right. knew where to look for, it's just kind of high quality public edu- education. Mm-hmm. So um, so I went to public school um, all throughout um, in, in Vista um, and pretty, you know, the, my high school is pretty large. Um, You know, I'd say uh, 3,000 plus students, Um, Mm -hmm, so kind of on the on the large side. Um, I always loved school. I um, tell tell a story often. I I never felt comfortable in school, but I loved learning. Um, So I never. um, I was one of those that didn't speak in class. pretty much ever (laughs) really yeah yeah um and so uh but i loved it and i loved learning so i did kind of advanced placement classes and try to you know again with the privilege of having a mom that's educator knew what i needed to do to prepare for college um, and kind of higher end and taking the the right classes um to to be competitive in that sense um and so i uh also love to tell the story that so i applied to 11 uh Schools mm-hmm. got denied from nine of them. Really? Yes. Best thing to ever happen to me. In the moment, it was awful. Um, I, you know, just kind of oh, that's the truth. denied, 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 denied. But um, I never real, you know. After that, I just realized I just built this resiliency to know that it just changed the whole dynamic of kind of operating in the world. Uh, mm-hmm. So I look back on it, it's like that was, you know, it was rough, uh, but I I learned a lot from it. Um, I kind of think. Created a different mindset of just approaching things and it's okay. It's a no uh, just kind of keep moving Um, So I ended up going to USC uh, undergrad Uh, Yeah, I was set to be a a doctor um, Okay after year one, I was just like (laughs) Really (laughs) not not gonna happen. Nope. Nope, No, not not for me. Yeah, I just wasn't I felt like you know I I, I did okay in the science classes um, Struggled a little bit in math um, And I just felt like I was working a lot and not really enjoying college Mm -hmm. and so I realized I don't think it was the the right uh, study path for me so I switched to business um, just you know I had an interest in um, loosely like marketing or just kind of just chose something else Mm -hmm. Um, but it was a good fit for me it was very um, like a practical major um, and I was thinking how'd your mom handle it fine she's super open to whatever I wanted to do Um, so so again that's a, a that's a the, blessing. Yeah, it's a blessing, <laughs> totally, totally. Um, so then I, for a little bit I thought I would do uh, MBA uh, and, and go on to get a, that degree. I worked for a little bit in a, like a GMAT prep company, so the mm-hmm. the exam um, to, to go to MBA. And I realized, I was like, I don't know, Again, I just I was like, I don't know. if This is for me. Like, just uh, thinking about it a little bit more. So I ended up doing a um, MPA, so a public administration right. and kind of an interest in nonprofit management. So I still liked. Did you do that there, uh, Essie? No. So I went to New York. Uh, so oh, I wanted okay. to. Okay. Now we get. Okay. <laughs> I get it. Okay. Got yeah, I just it. wanted to <laughs> hightail
0: it out. Yeah. <laughs> did you go to NYU? I did. Oh my I god! Did. I knew so many people from NYU. <laughs> what is going on? So, Jerry,
1: Darren. Great school. That. Yeah. It was great. It was great, and it was great like entry point to just the nonprofit sector because New York is what they claimed back then was you know nonprofit uh, capital of the world like there's just so really? many nonprofits okay. in in that space um, which I you know found to be true in the sense that there was a lot of different organizations that you could work with so so I did MPA um, and then uh, always had an interest in education so mm-hmm. I worked at an educational nonprofit out there in mm-hmm. college access um, never had formal um, a formal education on education. So I didn't have a formal background um, in that. So I decided to pursue a doctorate in education um, and took that opportunity to come back to LA and kind of come, come back home. And, and I did that at UCLA, so. Wow. Um, so yeah. So, so what do you do when USC and UCLA plays football? I <laughs> do you root for for USC. the USC. No, 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 I'm a Trojan at heart. <laughs> that doesn't change. It was a little That's rough so for those years, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> funny. Um, so yeah. let me ask you: so You're
0: from Hollywood to San City. Diego to New York City. Yeah. Weather? How? Mm. How was
1: it when you went to New York? I mean, it was rough, right? I thought it was rough. Yeah. I. And it's med, It's mild out here. I mean, yeah, totally. Yeah. And it, you, you know, I don't. It totally affects your mood. It totally affects your just outlook. Some days you're like, oh, just to go out there. So yeah, I was glad to come back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because my I have some friends who live out there, and they're like, come over here, and I'm like, I love New York, but I'm always there in the spring yeah. and mm. uh, fall yeah. when it's perfect. Totally. And, and my parents are like, do you know it gets, like, 110 degrees, mm. like a wet oven out there, and then it gets, like, the oceans freeze out there? I'm like, oh, right.
1: what? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, a little extreme. Yeah. yeah.
0: I can't imagine being on that train with a bunch of people with a big jacket on. I know. Them. I just can't yeah. imagine. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, good. Well, yeah. thank you so much for sharing that. I really yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so it is... Um, Women's History Month. Yes. So tell me a little bit about what that means
1: to you. Yeah, well, I mean, Women's History Month <coughs> is absolutely like a, a celebration of the accomplishments of women, um, and like I always kind of think of just the the unsung women uh, mm-hmm. that accomplished the months, the folks that don't, um, <coughs> you know, aren't the the. On the news, or just just I don't know, women in general. Like we, I don't know, women do a lot um, in a lot of different ways. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you, um, in the
0: in the celebration of Women's History Month, if you could have dinner with any woman currently, or in history, who would it be?
1: Good question. I I would say. Michelle Obama, Um, I had the chance to go see her speak during her book tour, and Mm -hmm. I just, I, I, there's so much of what she was talking about that resonated, uh, just being, uh, you know, having a career, but then also raising a family, and then just being, just marriage, and it's, she's so just real, uh, that I just appreciate that, Um, it's kind of the authenticity of, being a, a leader and a woman and just the, the complexities of that. And then just some, some realities of like, what, what you, the, the responsibilities that that comes with, um, good or bad. Um, and so I'd love to just, you know, she just feels like a, somebody who'd be a great girlfriend and just kind of talk right? real talk. Yeah. With.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, being a uh, uh, you know our first lady and being a leader and being a woman and being a woman of color, and as we can tell right now in our current history, it makes a difference. Yeah, which breaks my heart. Right. But, um, right. Uh, but just quickly, um, so when you work with young women of color through Coro, yeah, how is that experience when you work with women of color? Is there any extra advice you give, or what's
1: what do you do in that situation? Well, Coro, you know. What's important for Coro in our programs, I think what really resonates with me in the position is that, you know, we want everyone, we build diverse cohorts, um, you know, deliberately because we want everyone to bring their authentic selves into the leadership space to to be able to learn and understand um, each other and evaluate, you know, how you think how you act how you arrive at decisions and how it you you can't divorce your identity your past experiences or all those elements from your leadership work or from you know whatever you're working on whatever challenge it is um and so you know so I, it's not that i uh there's anything different that um I do with uh, women of color, participants of color, women of color. Um, it's, it's all in conversation altogether. And, and those um, those moments kind of emerge and kind of, you know, pinpointing where uh, and the intersectionality of that identity of those identities have influenced your um, leadership um, or have uh, created the, the spaces in which you operate, you know, so kind of that distinction between, you know, environment and what's intrinsic and what, mm-hmm. how how have you built up that leadership identity. And then if you can name opportunities where, you know, it might not be, it might just be in response to the environment, then, then figuring out what you wanna do with that information, like where, you know, where would you, Pivot, or if you had it, if you felt like it would be different, what would you do differently? Um, so, so, yeah, I don't know if that answers your question. But it answers I... it completely. Yeah. It does. It does, and it does it in such a, a
0: holistic way mm, by, yes, by listening yes. to you, right. um, creating diversity, and then uh, sounds like ce- the celebration of your diversity by bringing it to the table, right. as opposed to performatively accepting it into the group. Right. So. Right. Um, yeah, so that that's a great answer. Yeah, um, and if you ever run for office, that's one of the questions I will vote for you just because of the answers. Um, <laughs> um, uh, so the next questions: What quality do you like most in a woman? And this is very platonic. These are like platonic questions for men and women because this is I actually took this from Vanity Fair. Uh, oh. They have questions in the back of their magazines. Yeah, and I love this question: What quality do you like most in a woman?
1: Huh? I. Hmm. I think. Well, it's hard to. It's okay. Think of a quality that I want to attach to both genders. Um, so the next question yeah. is, what quality do you like most in a man? So let's yeah, just I two birds in one yeah, word. Yeah, so. I, I think for me, it's mm-hmm. just you. Um, I most. Well, that's that's the that's the hardest part is like just choosing one. But I would say. Um, Integrity. Nice. And that doesn't, it doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm with you on thing. that one. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: what is happiness to you? Mm. Yeah. these seem so simple, these questions, don't they? I know, but they're not. Um... It's my
1: brilliance. You're welcome. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> that's just me being me. Just kidding. Yeah. Happiness is, like a lot of different things concurrently. It's, um, you know, it's family, it's friends, it's seafood, it's, you know, like it's small things like that, yeah. but it's also like, you know, a perspective and almost a choice um, and kind of uh, whatever, I don't know, it's sometimes it, it, it sometimes feels like, um something that you work at, like you're just active in, in not pursuing it, but just feeling it. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of a conscious, almost a conscious decision sometimes of like finding happiness or thinking about, you know, what makes you happy? Um, because I imagine for all of us, there's things that, you know, are not as great, um, or a little <laughs> tougher, you know, whatever it may be. Um, so in those moments, I feel like it's it's a choice, um, but then, I think there's things that will always make you happy. Um. I think, for me, happiness is our small acts. Yeah.
0: I um, like that. I've had conversations with a couple of my friends, and I'm just like, I don't need these gigantic acts or gestures right. to bring me happiness or to bring me celebration. To me, it's the small things. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know... If you're working in an office, hey, do you want a cup of tea? You can't get you a cup of coffee. It's like, that brings me happiness. the the, the small exchanges of humanity. Totally, I, totally. I love that. I'm sort of a dork, but yeah I like that. Yeah. So, um, would you ever run for office? <laughs> You have a great laugh, by the way. That is a great <laughs> laugh. That is such like a cautionary laugh, like I know. fear-based laugh, like challenging laugh. I because, love it. you
1: know, I'm reflecting on my, uh, my favorite word and saying yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, I probably should have led with that one. <laughs> that's the answer. I know. No. <laughs> so it's not something that's like part of my explicit goals of life. Um, right. But you just... You never know, you never know.
0: Um, I, when I was appointed to be a commissioner and the city was hot, I was like, what? You know, yeah. and, it, and I almost didn't do it because I didn't know what it was and I was afraid of it. And I said, yes.
1: Yeah. And um, and it changed my life. So what's um, crazy, I and mean, you know, it, it new news for me, um, I've just been appointed a commissioner uh, for the status of women in in, um, in Santa Monica. Congratulations. And so it, it was this moment of like, huh. Okay, so it kind of changes the so yes the question the, a little bit like oh yeah. you know, well maybe
0: <laughs> we'll change it to not run appointed to office <laughs> yeah right I love so it congratulations yeah, that's thank fantastic you. That's thank fantastic. you yeah I'm excited about that but. it's uh, that's good well you as I'm getting to know you you are a great fit for that I so congratulations that. thank you yeah of course <laughs> um, what is failure to you
1: mm. yeah. Um, Also, a a perception. Um, Okay. Yes. Yes. Definitely a perception. Uh, There's moments that may feel like failure, but I just I you know like I was sharing with the um, the multiple denials and college acceptances and just moments where you get you're told no or you mess up. Um, But I. I can't n- name that as a failure because uh, you just you know you there is something that you've learned from that and that's the only way that really is almost the only way to really learn um, is to uh, quote unquote fail um, and then and mm-hmm. then it's what you do after that that really you know um, builds who you are. So it's um, so that
0: same it's your. Winners are the ones that get up and keep trying. There's some, like, I have oh. this little thing in my my home office. Yeah. And um, and, um, and you just keep going. Yeah. You get up and you keep going. Totally, totally. Yeah. I think some of my, I'm going to agree with you, because, like, some of my biggest, some of my failures that I thought I was just going to hit it out of the park, yeah. I learned so much. Yeah. And then, like, one of the things, like, Dr. Parker does in our friendship is, like, things that I've qualified as a failure, and i was just talk about him she's like oh my god da-da-da-da-da. and then she's like right. i'm like oh, oh right. okay right i'm pretty brilliant this is awesome right. thank you so much you right. know, so, um because um i'll go out and try yeah and then fail or succeed and then i learn things yeah like i had my own small business and then i have my own small business again i do it two different ways now oh wow so yeah. um the first time and then Yeah, but we won't get into me. We're not about me. So um, (laughs) I tend to do that so let me pull back. So happiness, um, uh, failure, running for office. What is success to you? I think this is gonna be subjective too. Totally. And I think it's, yeah, because this
1: is, I mean, it's, you know, I'd say, I can maybe more like closely define success for Mm -hmm. me is, it's very much tied to um, happiness or feeling fulfilled in whatever it is I'm doing. Okay. So um, so that is, um, you know, career, but then also home and just what I enjoy. Um, so success is really just uh, designing, being able to design the life that I want and, and enjoy um, and can be present in fully. Um, and like so, so, you know, and that can ebb and flow um, mm-hmm. just due to, uh, Life happening and kind of circumstances and whatnot, but as much as um, I could kind of own it and, and do something about it to kind of make my life fulfilling um, that success. Um, so, not any particular title or accomplishment, um, you know, it's more just kind of being in the here and now and being happy with the it's here and now. It's such a wisdom that you're sharing, so
0: thank you for that. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, that's a wisdom because I, you know, you know, we're always constantly surrounded by different people, especially if you're open and you like, like to challenge and listen and, and be, you know, if you're it's even out every day, yeah. walking through the streets or, um, or working in an office, there's so many people, even going to the market, there's so many people we inter- interact with. And sometimes there's just this, like, silo. This is success. This is yes. happiness. This is it. And then I'm like, I need to be happy. I need to be married. I need to have children. Right. And then you ask them, like, well, why did you choose that? Because I'm supposed to. Right. Um, okay.
1: Well, are you happy right. that you're supposed to? So I, um, I find it fascinating. Totally. There's just so many messages you get um, right. on on these questions, um, and then if you don't, it's it's a lot of noise. I would say. Um, right. So yeah, you're right. Um,
0: this question I really like. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give to your kid self?
1: I. I would say, and I think, you know, I don't know if it's it's part of just growing up, but like being more comfortable with who you are um, and this quest and need for like popularity or being liked. you know, spending less time worrying about that um, and just kind of being comfortable in the skin you're in and kind of um, who you are. And that, you know, it takes time to build and I, you know, acknowledge that. But if I could say something back to- Little, little Jenny. Little Jenny, would be like, it's okay. Like, yeah. you know, don't don't worry so much about it um, and, and it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's great
0: advice. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. Sadly, we're almost to the end. This is our last question, um, which I want this interview to go on forever because you're so much fun.
1: Aw, you're so sweet.
0: <laughs> um, what words of encouragement do you want to leave
1: with our audience today? Hmm. I think, I'm just thinking about this idea of public words, you know, um, and my advice is, you know, like, you know, use your public words, stand behind them, um, Mm -hmm. and then be open to them being tested. Um, And, you know, Ah, you know, like just uh, be ready and open for that. Um, And that either doubles down on your own public words and your thoughts and kind of who you are, or um, just shows you different perspectives of how to... Move through the world, um, so so I like I love the the title of this kind of public words um, because words mean a lot, and they mean a lot to different people. So and they're so subjective and interpretive. So. Yeah, yeah. So
0: your words, your your last words to our audience is, use
1: your public words. Use your public words. Stand behind them. Be open to having them tested. Excellent. We're gonna leave you on that note jenny
0: it has been a pleasure thank you so much and keep up the great work thank you so much you keep up with the great work i appreciate it this has been a great uh podcast with jenny and thank you so much and listen and share with all your friends thanks bye guys